my hit podcast, Resting B Word with Allie Makofsky. It's me, your beautiful, hilarious host, Allie Makofsky. Um, guys, we're here. We made it another week. It's been so long since I've uh, talked to you guys. It's been two weeks. What have I done in those two weeks? So much. Oh, my God. Just stacked. My schedule packed. Insane stuff has been going on. And by that, I mean not a whole lot. I went to Arizona. I did a show at CB Live, two shows at CB Live, one night only. It was so fun. I got to see my sister. And uh, and it kind of, this trip to Arizona was kind of revolutionary for me. I was with my sister and we were going to our favorite establishment, McDonald's. And uh, one day, one day, I'm manifesting it now. One day, I'm going to have a special McDonald's meal. Who else had one? Uh, Saweetie, right? Saweetie had a McDonald's meal. J Balvin. J, J Travis Balvin. Scott. Travis Scott. Uh, and then Ali Makovsky one day will have a... What would my McDonald's meal be? It would be... A double quarter pounder with cheese, extra pickles, that's a must, uh, a little fry, and a little drink, and then maybe like a, a tiny order of chicken nuggets. That would be the Ali Makovsky McDonald's special. I don't know how delusional I am. I think there's parts of me that are very delusional where I think people have... This is crazy. Okay, this is a big Ali Mac corner confession. I sometimes, this is delusional. I'm going to already say that I know the answer to this. Sometimes I think people copy me. Like, I feel like I am like, okay, I'll give a few examples. So there's this burger joint that I, that I go to. And I was like, oh, you guys should make like an Ali Mac, like, burger special and so when people come to this spot they can order the Ali Mac burger special and they were like well what would that be and I would be like I was like oh it would be like a McDonald's Big Mac but like kind of tailored more to what I like from the Big Mac um like extra pickles shredded lettuce um you know a lot of cheese whatever and then on their fucking menu like a few weeks later they had like the something else Mac. It was named something else. And I was like, these motherfuckers just copied my idea. And that could have been a coincidence, but I'm like, no, I think I inspired this. Then I told my friend the other day, I was like, I really want to bleach my eyebrows. I've really been wanting to bleach my eyebrows because it just looks cool as hell. But there's something where I'm like, I have this debate and I think I need to get over it. I don't know. There's a lot of things I need to get over. But I'm like, I'm a comedian. I should be taken seriously. Like, I shouldn't do these crazy things. But it's also like, if I'm going to... Like, it was like when I shaved my head. There was a moment where I was like, oh, I should shave my head so people just, you know, take... Like, so there's no sort of, like, sex appeal. I thought shaving my head. But then all of a sudden, people were like, oh, my favorite porn star has a shaved head. I'm like, god damn it. I can't... There's nothing I can do to just whatever. Anyway, also shaving your head, no one takes you seriously. Like there was no, I was like, oh, if I shave my head, people will take my comedy seriously and they'll just focus on the jokes. Meanwhile, everyone's staring at me like, what happened? Um, 
But I was like, I want to bleach my eyebrows, but I don't know if that's too like artsy fartsy to do comedy with bleached eyebrows. And that's not for the boys. Guys will be like, don't bleach your eyebrows. It's not hot or cool. It's not for you. It's for artistic creativity and fun. And it looks very like cool, high fashion, French, like, you know, but here's the thing. My eyebrows are so thick and juicy. I got a big forehead. And people are always like, oh, Allie, you need to wax your eyebrows. You need to make your eyebrows thinner. No, I need my thick eyebrows to block the giant space between my forehead and the rest of my face. Like my thick eyebrows serve a purpose for my face. When my eyebrows are thin, there's just too, too much forehead. So I'm nervous that if I bleached my eyebrows, it would just be so much headspace. There'd be a lot of square footage on the forehead. But I was like, I want to do it so bad. And I'm telling my friend about this. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do it. Like, I think it'd look cool. But at the same time, like maybe just too much forehead. And then I see this bitch post on Instagram that she bleached her eyebrows. And it's not like I'm the inventor of bleaching eyebrows. My friend just bleached her eyebrows. And I'd been wanting to do it, and she did it, and it looks so cool. There's other people I know who bleach their eyebrows. So it's not like a unique idea. It's not like I'm coming up with bleaching my eyebrows. But I just had told this person, and I don't think she had expressed any interest when I told her. It wasn't like, oh, I've been thinking about doing it. I want to do it. And then I see her do it, and I'm like, she did it. It was like, I might have sparked that idea. Whatever. And then what else do I feel like? Well, there's someone else who does, I don't know, there's just certain things where I'm like, should I be, is this a fair judgment that I'm being copy? I need to put copyrights on my ideas. I got a lot of ideas. The problem is I don't have a lot of follow through with the ideas. I have a lot of fear. I need to just stop. I need to just do things. Because here's the thing, if I bleach my eyebrows, they look bad. Guess what? Dye them, dye them back. Problem solved. Why am I so afraid? Oh, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm in Arizona, and I'm with my sister. We're at our favorite establishment, drive through McDonald's. And, uh, and the guy at McDonald's looks at my sister, and he goes, Wow, your teeth are so white. Your teeth are so beautiful and white. And I look at him, and I'm like, what about mine? Giving him like a big old joker smile. Ha ha ha. Says nothing about my teeth. I want to get complimented at McDonald's. And so when we went back to her place, I was like, hey, why are your teeth so white? Bitch, what are you doing to your teeth? I thought my teeth were white. And then I looked at her teeth and I was like, the McDonald's guy was right. You do have some shiny ass, white ass teeth. And she uses Crest White Strips. Not sponsored. Obviously, haven't had a sponsorship on this pod in ages, but she's using these Crest White strips. And luckily, she had a spare box of the strips for me. God knows how much those cost, but she she generously handed handed over a box to me. And she said, oh, I'm only giving you these if you use them. And I've been using them every single day. My teeth, they feel like paper. They're very sensitive. My teeth feel like a paper cut. Like, you know, when paper just feels so fragile, like, do you ever, do you ever, I mean, I do feel like I'm very empathic. I talked about this on the last episode with Keith, but I do feel I take on so many people's feelings. Like even when I had first gotten this little beans, 
when I when we were in the car after we picked him up and he, Beans was sitting on my lap, I was like, is he is he uncomfortable? Is he sitting weird? Being empathic is just having a lot of anxiety. That's all it is. It's not a special gift. It's being so worried about everyone else's feelings and how you can control the situation to make other people feel okay. That's all it is. It's not a good quality. I mean, I guess it's a nice quality to have because you're very considerate of other people or you try to be. But it's to a point I'm taking on the feelings of paper. I'm like, this is what paper must feel like. I felt bad for paper after my second day using the Crest White Strips. I'm like, paper's just so fragile. It's so thin. That's how my teeth feel. They felt like they were falling out. So I started using them. This is like day maybe six or five. Ding! Ding! They're getting wider, I think. But the second day I used them, it hurt. But I just powered through. I powered through. Now they're feeling better. But today was a sore day for the teeth. They're feeling weird. But I kind of like the bad feeling. Like, you know when there's some things that are kind of painful, but it's like a fun painful it's almost like when you, uh, when you like bite your lips and they're bleeding, but you get, you, you like the peeling and the bleeding and the, the pain. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a sadist, a masochist or a sadist, a masochist, I'm a masochist, Ali masochistsky. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm on my, I'm on my white teeth journey. You have to do them 18 days straight. 45 minutes and it really is a lesson in patience it's a lesson in uh uncomfortability but the 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 results will be worth it i hope i gotta start going to mcdonald's drive-thrus to see if i get compliments if it's worked um but yeah so arizona was cool i I had, what, did anything happen in Arizona that was, like, standout worthy? I got to go to a pool. I love a pool. I need a pool. I need a, I need a, I need a water source to play in. It really makes me so happy. I was watching Love on the Spectrum. I started watching that. Are you into, do you watch Love on the Spectrum? It's so good. It's such a good show. And I know that, you know, it's a bit controversial. People say it's bad. I think it's what you make of it. I think there's nothing but wholesomeness in this show. But the way that like there's this girl Abby on Love on the Spectrum who I just adore. I I was excited to watch it because I follow her on TikTok. I'm a fan of her TikTok and uh, I saw that she was on the show and I got so excited. I I felt like I knew her. I was like, that's my friend Abby. And Abby is obsessed with um, lions She's obsessed with uh, The Little Mermaid. She, um, yeah, she loves The Lion King, I believe. Um, and she loves lions. She, like, collects stuffed animal lions. And that's how I feel about Bodies of Water. Oh, she also loves the water park. And I'm like, I get it. There's something about watching Love on the Spectrum where, I don't know if everyone feels this, but you start to see yourself in these characters in a way where you're like, Maybe I'm a little, I'm a little specked. I don't think, I don't, I mean, I don't, that's the annoying thing about living in LA is everyone's like, I'm on the spectrum. I'm like, you don't even have health insurance. Who's diagnosing this? How can you, like, what are we doing? 
everyone's diagnosing everyone's got ADD everyone's got everyone's on the spectrum everyone's has PTSD it's a lot but there are it's kind of like when I watch my 600 pound life like the way that they talk about food is the way that I talk about food I see myself in them sure I'm not 600 pounds yet but I relate to it That's how I feel when I watch Love on the Spectrum. There's things that I just, I love. And it's these pure joys that I have. And I do become obsessed with them. I'd be on the show. I don't think I'm allowed, but I'd be on it. Um, So yeah, I've been watching Love on the Spectrum. Finished that. I've been watching The Kardashians. I've been watching Hacks, season two. Um... What else have I been watching? That's really it. Those are the hits. Sometimes I like to put on, if I'm just kind of like trying to do work and not really pay attention, but I want something comforting to watch, I just put on The Proud Family on Disney+. Plus. I love The Proud Family. That theme song slaps. Who is it? Destiny's Child that did the theme song? The Proud Family. Uh, You and me. I love you. Yeah, I love just watching, like, Disney Plus in the background. There's something comforting about, like, childhood shows. Um, But then, what else? Oh, I'm going to San Jose, guys. Guys, I'm going to be in San Jose. One show only. Guess who's coming with me? Keith Johnson and my buddy Jeff Dean, who is at the Sacramento Punchline with me. So, June 2nd, you can see me at the San Jose Improv. Please come out. Um... What else did I do? There was something... I went to Arizona. Oh my god, I had an audition. I did a self-tape audition. And guess how old my character was? 35. I was auditioning for the role of a 35-year-old. It was like all my friends in this like movie are having babies and stuff. And I'm like, hey god, it's just... I mean, I'll, I'm, I did it. I'll do it. I'm not afraid to be 35. But that does, part of you is like, damn. Do I pass as 35? <laughs> That's older than my oldest sister. Whatever. I'll do it. I'll happily play a 35-year-old. Thank you. Imagine, like, my, my co-star, if I get this, just some old man that we have to pretend to be in love would you be jealous if I got cast in a movie and then I had to make out with some man? I've never been through that. I don't know. Hmm. Probably. <sighs> I know. I wonder what that feels like. Does it feel naughty or are you just like, eh, it's work? It probably feels naughty. Probably feels naughty. But you're like, I didn't want it. I just, I had to. It was for work. Sorry, babe. <laughs> There's like, there's not even a makeout scene in this movie. And I'm like, I think the movie would be better if there was. Um, we did a, we did a three-way date night, kind of, technically. We played Avalon. Are you familiar with Avalon? It's kind of like Mafia, I, which no. I've talked about before on the pod. Huge fan of the Mafia slash Werewolves game. And so we played this game called Avalon. And, uh... My boyfriend kept calling me out. He knew when I was lying. 
he wasn't even trying to be on my team and help me be a bad guy in the game. He was just like, Allie is definitely acting weird. She's what are definitely- the rules? So, there's nothing I love more than to describe a game that no one's playing on the podcast. I do enjoy it. I get... I have so much fun, like, not on the podcast necessarily, but also on the podcast. Like, if I'm playing some kind of game with a group of people and they've never played, I love explaining a game. Because in my head, I'm like, I'm the best at explaining this. (laughs) No one else is going to convey what the game is more than I will. Because in my head, I'm so empathic, I'll know how to explain in a way that they need to be explained to. You'll really sell it. I'll really sell it. Yeah. So... The gist of, like, Mafia, Werewolves, Avalon, whatever, is a game of good versus evil. No one's playing to individually win. It's teams. So when the game begins, you are assigned at random a character. And your character is either a good person or your character is a bad person. And no one knows what you got except for yourself. So you get your card or, you know, however you find out what you're playing. And you see, you're like, okay, I'm a good person, which means... Throughout this game, I need to figure out who else is good, who else is on my team as a good person. And sure, you can flat out say, guys, I'm a good person. I picked up the good person card and whoever else is good, we got to work together to stop the bad guys. But if you pick up the card and you're a bad guy, I'm sorry, Lee, I'm sorry, cut I'm it sorry. out. <coughs> I got Celsius stuck in my throat. No, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) But if you pick up the card of a bad person, obviously you're going to want to trick people and say, hey, no, 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 I got a good card. I'm a good person. Where are my other good people at? And so it's just this game of deception. And if you're a good person, you want to try and get out the bad guys. If you're a bad guy, you want to try and get out the good people so your team wins. And that's essentially the gist of the game. Now, each game is a little bit different in how the means of getting people out are, but... That's the run of the game. So so it's so annoying. Whenever I play these games, I don't know if this is good luck or bad luck. Oh, my God. Benjamin. <laughs> how? He's so goofy. <laughs> like, how does he... he con- this is, like, his third time jumping up here and, like, completely fumbling it. <laughs> did he Did he hit his head again? No, he just was, like... Like, he couldn't figure it out. He's over-jumping. He's over-jumping. Yeah, he, yeah. maybe because it's brown, like his eyes, because dogs see weird colors, it's, like, not clear the depth of the brown couch. But you made it, didn't you? But, yeah, th- this game, every time I got the same card, I was the bad guy every time. And it was so annoying because I'm so bad at lying that my boyfriend kept being like, Allie's lying. And then one couple was like, we called him out. We were like, I think you're acting like a bad guy. And he was like, I swear on my relationship. And he and his girlfriend are there. He's like, I swear on my relationship that I'm a good guy. And everyone was like, whoa, like you're swearing on your relationship. Like he's telling the truth. He wouldn't do that. And me and my boyfriend were like, oh, I would 100% swear on the relationship for a game. Anything to win. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's... Okay. That's interesting. Um, But that was so fun. I love a game night. Then, we've been doing a lot of, like, date stuff. We've been doing... Not, like, date stuff, but, like, couples activities with other couples. Like, we did... So, this was a big red flag. One of my boyfriend's friends invited us over for, like, a double date dinner at their house. 
And we were like, oh, we should we should ask if if we should bring like a game over, like cards or something. And so he group texted them. He was like, he was like, hey, should we bring a game? And the girlfriend was like, absolutely not. Asked if they please do not. Oh yeah, she's like, please don't. We're like, this is gonna be bad. If you're not down for a game, like, who do you think you are? Oh, you're you're too you're too grown up to play a game. Loosen up. We had a good time though. We had a good time, but it's like if you don't have, then what did we end up doing? We ended up watching Vine compilations yeah. on YouTube, which got you. Which was say, yeah. Now I'm on like a Vine compilation binge. Oh my god, I just got you know when you get the bubbles in your butt where there's like so much pressure on your butt, like you have yeah. to maybe like poop or fart or something, and so then you're like jiggling your butt around. It's kind of a fun feeling when it feels so pressurized. It's exciting. You're like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen later. I just got that. (laughs) It like makes your chest kind of like. I don't know if I want to get up. See, this is the thing. Now I have two witnesses. So I'm like, oh, I have to use the bathroom. What if it takes me 10 minutes? Then it takes you. We know you're pooping. Yeah. Okay, wait, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. But I do like this feeling. There's something fun about just clenching as tight as possible. No, I got to (laughs) go. But it kind of is like, okay, no, I have to go. But I do like this feeling. Like, I want to sit in it a little bit longer. Sit in it. I've always had jobs where I have to just suppress that. Yeah. So I can just hold it for Oh, I can hold it. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to, but I... I want to exp- I want to know what's going to happen. Yeah, let us guys, know. let me know in the comments below. Do you think it's going to be a number <laughs> number two or if it's just a fluke? Let me know and we'll get back to you. <laughs> All that I have to say about that is you do not want to go in there. <sighs> yeah, I did. Uh, I did number two for those of you who commented, who voted, who called in. That was a number two. And it was quick. However, the longest part of that was wiping. You know when that happens? Oh, yeah. It never stops. Almost oh, every time. That's t- Really? Mm-hmm. So you got kind of wet, wet ones? Oh, uh, it's just a mess. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just. I hate that. I have baby wipes at home, which I love. Huge fan of the baby wipes. Boy, that did feel good, though. That was a good one. Felt nice. But it's one of those where you're like, oh, I wish I was at home for this. I wish I was in my safe space. Um, But, yeah. Okay. Back to the pod. Yesterday, it's Memorial Day weekend. Yesterday, I went out to Newport Beach. My sister was in town from Arizona and uh, rented a little Duffy boat. So I got to just chill on a boat. I think I got a little bit tan. Obviously, you can't tell from watching this. Um, but for me, it's, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a shade tanner than I was. I got some nice color on me, but this summer I plan on being very tan. I just want to be laying out in the sun every day, at least for 10 minutes a day, just in the sun. Like yesterday when I got home from the beach, I just, uh, I walked my dog because it was like the last bits of sunlight. It was like 6 p.m. I put on my shorts. I rolled them up as high as I could without my cooch showing. And then I wore like a little tank top and just walked the dog for like 30 minutes to an hour. 
so I could get some more color on my legs. I'm trying to have a nice glow to me because I'm like radioactively white. I'm like translucent white. So that's the goal. Anyway, that's pretty much the recap of my past two weeks. If you made it this far, thank you for listening. Um, Guys, I have some news. Um, I'm taking a break from the pod. I'm taking a break from the pod. I'm going to be working on other stuff, and maybe I'll see you again. But I'm going to give myself a little little vacay, and uh, we'll see what happens next. But I appreciate you so much for listening for what? The past how many years? When was it? Three? Thirty. Thirty years. Yeah, thank you guys. I'm Ellen DeGeneres. Thanks for (laughs) listening for the past 30 eight seasons of my podcast. Sorry to all my staff that I've been abusive to. Um, But yeah, it's been such a fun ride. Thank you guys for listening every week. Leave comments. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. Um, I might start posting some stand-up on this YouTube channel, so stay subscribed. I'll probably post like clips and stuff on the YouTube. Um, But yeah. End of an era, some might say. Come out. See me at a live show. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do about the Patreon. I don't know if I should keep it up and keep doing my monthly Zooms. I do love doing those. Um, yeah, I don't know. I might and I might. Is there like, a, I don't know. I'll have to. I haven't figured out the details of all that yet. But anyway, I just wanted to say I love you. Thanks for listening, and uh, I'll see you online and in person, and take care. Goodbye.